0: Welcome to Your Wealth Plan Podcast, where we discuss sane wealth-building strategies for an insane world. I'm your host, Sean Davis. Let's dig in. Welcome to Episode 13, Season 2. Wow, seems like yesterday we started this. It's been a crazy, crazy year. Getting started a little bit late this year because of some of the things going on. Happily I guess happily unhappily divorced man Uh, a lot of things have transpired since last November taxes and you know everything else so we've been really 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 busy and not been able to uh, get back into the podcast like we would like to have but things like that's gonna change you know we'll at least be getting out one podcast per week hopefully we'll be able to get some more guests on uh, We've had a lot of sound issues uh, that we're trying to work out, trying to get those fixed. And uh, those that's listening on the on Spotify, Google, uh, Breaker, RadioCast, uh, you know, some of those other uh, podcasts that, that websites that we're on. Uh, you know, just bear with us. We're new at this. We'll we'll get it all figured out. Uh, First and foremost, uh, I'm not a licensed financial advisor. I'm not certified. Uh, You know, when you're building your wealth plan, seek out a professional certified financial planner to help you build your wealth plan. Uh, You know, like Johnny Bravo says on YouTube, don't take my advice, you will lose all your money. And that is one of the things that we all deal with. When we're trying to build wealth, we we go through times where we lose. We go through times where we gain. And, you know, you want to protect yourself from those losses. And uh, the Bible says there's safety in a multitude of counselors. So you need to surround yourself with the best possible people. Don't just take my advice. uh, Run it by people that you trust. You know, certified financial planners. Make sure that... uh, any kind of information that you get out and you study and you dig through, you know, run it by them, your CPA or somebody that you trust, your banker, and, uh, you know, make sure that you're doing what's right for you. Because everyone's situation is different. My financial situation is not your financial situation. If I can afford to lose a couple thousand dollars on a, you know, on a cryptocurrency or a stock, you may not be able to afford to lose that. You may not be able to afford to lose a couple hundred bucks on that cryptocurrency or, or, or that stock. But everybody's financial situation is different, and you've got to do what's best for you and look out for you and your family. And that's what this is all about trying to decipher some of the, uh, something sane out of all the craziness that's going on in the world. We've had a lot of crazy stuff happen. one of the previous podcasts and I don't remember exactly which one it was uh I discussed how most of my gross stocks and some of my dividend stocks had passed had had made the death cross where like the fifty day moving average had passed below the 200 day moving average, and they were both trending down. At that point, I started selling off some of my stocks. in in the holding company of the growth stocks. I did not sell off my dividend uh, stocks, but just my growth stocks. Uh, I got out the last one, uh, which is plant 13 at 98%, somewhere around in there. Uh, I was up 400% on that. And I started selling out in the 300s. I wanna say 380, 350, but I'm not for sure on that. It could have been anywhere in there, but I got out of that and, you know, like I said, Dan, when I sell, I don't sell everything all at once. I Mm. sold off so many shares and I sold off some more, then I sold off some more and I sold it all the way down. So I started selling in the mid three hundreds all the way down to 98%, uh, yeah, I could have sold earlier, but the thing is, I took my profits off the table early, and everything else I was making was just profit. I took my, I got my money back, and I made a, i took a small profit for myself, and then I uh, you know started selling off gradually all the way down. Uh, EDR was another investment that we had in the holding company, and we sold that. You know UFC, my kids are all into the UFC stuff The you know we watch the fights every Saturday night just about it you know watch the cards and uh, mainly they do I, I sit there with them some uh, but um, they're pretty good fighters themselves I, I give them props they're, they're tough kids but um, you know we sold that off as it was a growth stock because we don't know where this market's going now you know you're saying well why'd you sell your growth stocks and you didn't sell your dividend stocks and I don't know what you should do as a retail investor or what I would do as a retail investor but as an institutional investor I've got to keep that cash flow coming into the holding company and that's why I did not sell those stocks um, those stocks excuse me those stocks provide Income every month into the holding company, and and that's what grows the holding company. Other than me, you know, working a public job, busting my butt, you know, 40 plus hours a week, it was 60 every week, but it's not anymore. Uh, It was 40 plus hours a week, and you know, trying to live off that and cram money into my holding company as hard as I can. You know, I try to live below my means. I don't you know I don't drive a super nice car. I don't have uh a lot of fancy things. You know. Uh I guess my cell phone my cell phone is probably and uh you know this right here it's $120 uh headset and uh it's probably my you know most expensive things I have. I just I just don't I don't waste a whole lot of money on things like that. Because, like Warren Buffett said uh, in in his book, I think you can read about it in Snowball, when he goes to buy something, he looks at the future earnings of what that money could give him in something else. And I tend to do that a lot too. I take my... uh, When I go to look to buy something, I think, okay, do I really, really need this? Is this something that's going to uh, make my life better? Is this worth... You know x amount of dollars invested over 20 years 30 years 50 years 100 years you know is this 25 dollars this hundred dollars is this really worth it and that's the way i base everything on and that's the way i look at things Uh, i see people struggling you know with uh sixty thousand dollar vehicles and they make forty thousand dollars a year gross income that's not even bring home Uh, you know why would you do that you know you're spending more on a car than what you make in you know 2 years bring home well nearly you know if you uh let's say you make 52,000 dollars a year you might bring home 37,000 so you know you might be bringing home 40,000 a year if you make 60,000 so that means you know $80,000 in 2 years So, yeah, it's less than two years, but, you know, why would you do that? Do you really want to work two years solid just for that car? Is that worth it to you? Because time is money, and time is something that we're not guaranteed, and time is fleeting. And the quicker that you can get that compound interest rolling, that ball rolling, you're way better off. You're just way, way better off but back to the death cross and I really didn't know how far down the market was going to go when I was doing that podcast back then um I didn't really understand how far it was going to go none of us really do I mean if if someone comes up to you and says oh I got it all planned out it's going to go down to here and back up they don't really know they suspect they know uh there's times using Ted Warren's methods that you can find in the book, How to Make the Stock Market Make Money for You, Ted Warren's book. Sometimes his charting principles will lay out to you, and you can kind of plan your moves in growth stocks. Uh, you can kind of see how far down it's going to go. Think, okay, it's going to hit resistance at this point. And then it's going to go back up, and you can kind of judge, you know, how many percent how much percentage it's going to go back up uh, his book lays it out pretty good if you'll find a copy of that book and, and they really don't like that book out I mean <laughs> they tried their best to kill to kill that book when it come out because it really does teach you how to make money in the stock market now it is a long-term investing type strategy and it is a more of a swing t- trade type strategy it's not a day trading strategy um, i lost a lot of money trying to day trade uh, i wish i could go back and get every bit of that money back and just roll it over into uh dividend stocks and i would be way further ahead in life if i had done that than one i've done uh, the first time when i was a, just a retail investor and i made so much I made a lot of money in the stock market um, I wish I had invested wisely and had dividend paying stocks then instead of all growth stocks because you know I didn't realize what was the market was going to do you know when you're making ten twenty thousand dollars a pop you know selling these stocks out you know I thought well that will continue forever and it didn't continue forever. Uh, after 2007 2008 that that kind of stuff you know it started in the early 2000s then after 2007 2008 that stuff went away and you know I, I just couldn't do that anymore uh, everything changed but if I'd had that money and put it into dividend stocks where it was paying me an income instead of uh, you know Instead of just cashing it out and paying taxes on it and living off of it. Because once you use that money, you're, you're done. It's gone. That's why you have to protect your principal. That's why I sold all that all my growth stocks when the death cross happened. And that's why uh, I didn't sell my dividend stocks. Am I down on some of my dividend stocks? I, yeah, I'm down on three big positions right now. But I'm up on... Uh, more I'm up more on the other positions uh, they're coming down a little bit too I don't know what's going to happen there uh, and who knows what's going to go on with this uh, you know we can't really say what what it is but, but if anybody studies and watches what's going on in the world you've heard of the WEF or or uh, you know the uh, the year 2030 stuff you know trying to get around those algorithms If you've heard of any of that stuff, you kind of know what's coming down the pike. Um, You know, we'll all be happy, and uh, we won't own anything. And I don't know how this ties into it. Uh, The stock market's the crash, the cryptocurrencies. I don't know how exactly that, you know, that plays into everything. Uh, But, you know, maybe we'll find out someday probably too late that's the way things go we probably find out way too late but you know it is what it is Um, next thing I want to talk about is you know cryptocurrency is started crashing you know it it went way down and then it come back up Bitcoin did uh, you know got back up in the 40s and everybody's like yay, it's on its way to the moon baby all the way to the moon and it did And it's back down I think today around 38000 somewhere around in there 38000 39000 and I don't hold a lot of Bitcoin um, I do hold uh, Cosmos and Atom um, I don't have a lot in there just just a little bit of diversification into it uh, if you're interested in getting into cryptocurrency I can't really recommend buying anything uh you know, I can't recommend anything. You know, you need to talk to your financial advisor, so this isn't investing advice. But if you want to buy into crypto, uh, I'll leave a link down the description below. Or, and if you use it, you'll get ten dollars free bitcoin, and I'll get ten dollars free bitcoin, and we'll both be happy. Uh, what do I do with my bitcoin when it builds up so much? I transfer it to the Exodus wallet and I buy Monero with it. And the reason why I buy Monero is. Because it is a privacy coin and it's it's untraceable and it's cheaper to use than like Bitcoin or Ethereum or some of those uh, some of those may cost you 20 times more to use than than what Monero does and Monero protects your privacy and as the governments of the world and the people and the powers that be so to say as the powers that be uh, you know, gain more and more authority and more and more control over us. Uh, they're gonna be watching everything you do. And I don't believe in doing anything illegal. I'm a Christian, you know, born again believer. Uh, you know, Jesus Christ died for my sins, and and I believe in Him. And I trust Him, and and I don't believe in doing anything illegal. Um, you know, I. I try to live my life the best I can. We all fail. We're all, you know, we're, we're a fallen creature. Uh, you know, we're all sinful. We all, we all make mistakes. Uh, the best you can try to do. But, you know, as a Christian, I don't, you know, I'm not getting Monero to do anything illegal. But the fact of the matter is, I'm a private person. And what... I do with my money is my business it's not the government's business it's not somebody else's business it's my business and at the same time if my social score because my religion is wrong or uh, you know I have morals or uh, I want to drive a a gas-powered vehicle instead of electric uh, my social score is gonna go down and they're gonna lock me out of my bank Uh, you know, you know, they're going to restrict my, how much money I can spend, you know, or earn or anything else. You just, the things that they are planning in this crazy world is so insane that, you know, it's hard to even, uh, fathom that they're, how they're even going to come about with doing it all. But that's why I have Monero. Um, uh, I don't have a lot. I don't have nowhere near enough, to be honest with you. Um, uh, it is what it is that the, the, the mineral is like uh, warren buffett says about gold you know, it sits there and, you know it's all pretty and <laughs> you ask it to do tricks or do something for you and it just kind of sits there you know uh, you're always much better off to have most of your my opinion you know this is just me my opinion you're and like warren buffett says you're better to have your money in in assets that produce something you know that you can measure and that's where we keep most of our uh most of our capital at you know we've allocated most of it so that it's in producing assets asset producing stocks and you know and other things you know that 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 we have to have to uh uh, produce income so that's not anything illegal is not the reason why i hold monero and uh uh I just want to make that clear, because I am a Christian, but as an American, a red blood American, if I want to go by, and I'm not saying I do this, but, you know, if I want to go buy a thousand rounds of ammo for my gun, you know, I don't want someone watching what I'm doing. I'm not going to do anything wrong with my gun, um, you know, other than protect my family, uh, defend my community, uh, protect my neighbors you know or hunt you know or, or, or something like that uh, you know it is what it is but these times you never know what's going to be jumping out of the sky at you so you know you know what I mean you know with that uh, everybody thinks it's World War three mm, the gematria numbers if you've looked at that 68 uh, you know the you know World War one, Figured up to a Gematria of 68. The World War II figured up to a Gematria of 68. And now they're saying Ukraine uh, figures up to a Gematria of 68. I don't know where this thing's going. You don't know where this thing is going. Uh, The only thing that we can do is protect ourselves and protect our family. Uh, We need to be prepared for whatever whatever comes, whatever happens. We need to be prepared. Uh, You know. You don't want to lay down even as a christian i would much rather uh uh, i'm not of the mindset of self-sacrifice um you know i'm not one of these christians that's going to say i'm going to run my head run out there throw my head on the chopping block Uh, i would much rather die on my feet fighting for my community my country my family uh protecting those that I can than I would uh, you know, just on my knees as a coward or not even as a coward just on my knees and helpless um, you know, you, you don't need to put yourself in that situation uh, part of building wealth is health and, you know, protecting yourself, protecting what's yours protecting your property uh, you know Vandals, People come in and vandalize you. Uh, I've had this problem this week. My family's been hit uh, this week. Uh, My house has been hit this week. I've had people uh, have tore two screens off my windows. Uh, You know, it's just one of those things. You've got to protect yourself. You've got to protect your family. You know by the time you call 911 and they get there uh, it's done too late you know it's just it's too late unfortunately but back to uh, back to Monero that's why you know I buy Monero if I'm buying food it doesn't have to be ammo it has to be even if it's food you know if I want to stockpile food you know for whatever it is it's coming, and that's part of wealth building being able to have food food is part of wealth you know having stuff you can trade is part of wealth um, being able to be secure in your environment is part of your wealth in order to have wealth you have to be secure in your environment you have to have food you have to have water you have to have uh, means you know like power electric whatever all that stuff has to do with your wealth uh, sustainability all of that so if I'm wanting to buy food and I don't want everybody and their brother knowing that I got a little food you know cuz I got some ramen noodles hid you know why not use Monero or something like that to buy it now I'm not for sure I've never spent Monero so I'm I don't know how it works exactly yet I've just started buying some that's it but that's what everyone says it's untraceable it's cheaper to use and you can you know it it protects you it offers some protection and privacy that's why I hold Monero I also hold Cosmos uh, Adam and the reason why I hold it is because it is a you know it compounds interest it pays like up to 5% APR a year and that's why I hold cosmos um, because I want that interest coming in if I have extra cash sitting there I want it to do something now the problem with that is they're saying that cosmos is going to go down in value and you know if you look at the prices on Google you say hey Google uh, what's the price of cosmos Predicted to be, and they're going to tell you it's you know it was high of like 44, 42 dollars, and now it's down the 30s for 27 or 30 dollars, and they expect it to be 17 by the end of the year. I don't know what it's going to do. If it continues to decline, I may pull out of it and put everything over into uh, you know so trade out to Bitcoin and put Bitcoin back into uh, Monero you do better in anything with a more concentrated portfolio uh, when it comes to my dividend stocks I have a interest rate that I look at or you know a dividend interest that percentage that I, that I, that I buy at and I may not always buy the exact same uh, buy a position in the exact same company when I'm buying but I buy for that Uh, return and that's what I do there Um, and that's what I've been doing for a couple years and that's what I'll continue to keep doing because it seems to have you know, pays the best dividends pays the best and the goal is, you know, to build this company up and one day my grandkids will, will have it to run and, you know, go from there if the world stands, if this is World War III, you know this stuff gonna matter anyway. I mean, it is what it is. But uh, you know, but we have to be prepared for everything. We have to be, uh, you know, you never know what life's gonna throw at you. You know, you you, know, you you really don't know what life's gonna throw at you, and it's hard sometimes. Life is hard. I've you know I've had a lot of uh, I've had two bouts with COVID. You know that's one reason why I didn't do a podcast for so long because of COVID I couldn't talk you know I mean I could talk for a little while but I'd start coughing my head off and you know, you can't record a podcast when you're coughing your head off uh you know it's just it's not good for you it's not good for me it's not good for anyone you know divorces happen you know this divorce is uh something that was pretty traumatic for me I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm not going to lie about it, it, uh, it really hit me pretty hard, and, uh, uh, it's taken me a while to really get centered, you know, to get back to being me again, and to figure out, okay, what's my purpose, where am I at in my life, and, and, uh, to proceed forward, and, uh. You know, it's just one of those things. We go through things. We go through setbacks. But you can't stay in those setbacks. You have to march forward. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those, like I said, it's one of those things, you know. Uh, you have to keep moving forward. And the same thing with your uh, with your investing or with your business or whatever. You're going to have setbacks. You know, you're going to have losses. And you've got to be able to overcome them. You've got to get over the fear of those losses and the fear that it drives into you. You know, courage is not the absence of fear, but courage is being able to act or go forward in the presence of fear. You know, it's just one of those things. What's going to happen with the stock market? I don't know. Why am I staying invested in? My dividend stocks, even though some of them are down a significant percentage. Uh, why? Well, every time those dividends roll over, it's just buying more stocks at a cheaper rate. What will happen if the stock market closes and everything happens? I don't know. I don't know what will happen. You know, the stock market has closed before for a year or two. Uh, I think at least a year. I'm not, I can't remember for sure. But I always go back to what uh, John D Rockefeller said he said you know uh, the stock market goes up it goes down but my dividends still roll in and yeah I don't know if he did when this market quit trading or not I don't know if they sent him a check or what what they did uh, I don't know what'll happen there uh, just get to see you know it's you just don't know I don't have those answers um, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a chance on it, uh, because the dollar the dollar's nearly worthless anyway, we if you watched Ray Dalio's uh, thing uh, the New World Order, or whatever it is, that so he put out, the, the changing world order, I'm sorry, the Ray Dalio, he said this you know, he's, you know, he pro he shows you, in that, that we are in a decline, and everybody knows it we don't want to admit it, but you know, we're in a decline. We are declining and uh, here in America, the United States, at our own fault. you know good times who create weak men, the weak men create hard times and that's what we've done. Uh, you know Hard times create strong men, strong men create uh, good times and good times create uh, weak men. And then the weak men create you know hard times again. And that's that's where we're at uh, you know fighting all these wars all over the world uh, doing all this stuff you know and yeah we have a great army we do we have a great army and thank you to all the people that serve my son my oldest son served in the National Guard here and uh, uh, he's out now but you know he served he served his country I have numerous uncles that have served and and you know, Korea, Vietnam. Uh, my great-grandpa's grandpa was a doctor in the Civil War, for both sides. He he served as a doctor for the Union and for the Confederates. Uh, you know, his name was Lewis Davis. He was a, uh, you know, he was a doctor in the Civil War. So we can go all the way back to at least the Civil War with my family fighting and, you know. Somebody in my family fighting in almost every every engagement, but uh, uh, you know we don't know what's going to happen with these uncertain times. We don't. We just don't know. So you have to be prepared. Uh, Need to have secret accounts. You know, you you had to have cash stashed and stuff that nobody knows about. You know, just you. You know, Uh, not your wife, not your brother-in-law. Nobody need to have money put back. Not your father. No one. Just have it put back, and you know, in case something happens to you, leave leave information where to find it in your will. You know, and be done with it. Uh, But keep that back because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you don't know when your uh, wife or husband's going to decide. Think I'm going to think I'm done, and go clean out the bank account, and uh, you know disappear and you're left with you know, 20 bucks in your pocket, you don't want to be that guy, I've been that guy you don't want to be that guy um, it's not fun you know, you know you're sending her 20 bucks to your name and kids to feed and you're thinking, what the heck am I going to do uh, you know, that, that's that's no place to be but so you know, save your money live on less than you earn put that money back and put it to work because the dollar's depreciating and if you don't make that money make more money you're in trouble uh, I know a lot of people say oh you'll never get rich on dividend stocks you got to be in real estate and yeah that's true uh, to a point you've got to have a lot of money in either one to make any money you can control more money you can control more assets and real estate than you can in stocks if you're just starting out because you're leveraged Uh, and it takes a little bit longer in stocks than it does real estate but like Robert Kiyosaki I've heard Kim Kiyosaki say the same thing when they first started out their first uh, real estate investment deal made them a passive income of $25 a month profit that's what they had now if you can take a few thousand dollars and get $25 a month rolling back in and in, uh, in dividend stocks you can build an empire like Robert Kiyosaki has You just it may take a little bit longer you may not be able to control the bulk of assets that he controls you know what is it 800 houses or a thousand houses or whatever it is plus golf courses I mean he's you know he's done really well for himself and I will never forget waiting in line at the theater and after I got my tickets and waiting for the movie to start uh, going into the bookstore and finding a copy of Rich Dad Poor Dad and sitting there and reading that book and thinking wow this guy knows what he's doing you know and I didn't realize it at the time but my great grandpa had taught ever had taught us all the same thing you know he went out and got a job at the sawmill and worked his butt off and used that money from the sawmill to buy cattle property pigs and everything else and i know this is farming but it's still assets and it's what you need to do with your money on your job you gotta take the money that you get from your job and buy things that's going to give you more money and they need to produce something so you don't just say buy a car and even if it's a car to sell you don't just buy that car to sell it because you sell that car one time and you're done you know what they did was you know he bought sheep and those sheep after the first one after the first you know the first babies was born uh, after that they always had two so you know you have two lambs coming off, off each sheep or you or whatever you call it and then, you know, the same thing with your sows and your hogs. You know, you uh, you buy your sow, instead of selling that sow or killing that sow, you, you breed her and you have, you know, 7 to 12 babies, sometimes even up to as much as 23. Uh, one night there were, uh, a guy had my dad's hog house rented, and we were in there, and his hog, his sow, uh, gave birth to 23 pigs, you know. that's a that's a winner there but so I've seen that personally but you know you buy assets that produce something and then you use the money from those assets not only to sustain those assets but to expand so what my grandpa my great-grandpa did was and my great-grandma now with money came in from timber tobacco wheat corn beans cattle pigs uh, sheep uh, vegetable crops that they grew you know cabbage and tomatoes and and cucumbers and peppers and all those sorts of things that they grew on the farms they took that money and they rolled it into real estate and that real estate provided them a monthly income you see and it also growed, growed what they had but it all started with my grandpa at 12 years old going to work in a sawmill that's what it took you know uh, back in the 30s, 20s, and 30s, Great Depression era. I mean, you know, it, uh, out in the hills of Kentucky, there wasn't no money. Nobody had no money. You know, so they went out and they worked and and they used that to, to build. And that's what you got to do for your family. You got to be smart about what you earn and not waste it. And you got to take that and put it into assets that's going to. Uh, You know, it's going to produce something else. Now, does that mean that, uh, you know, you live in a neighborhood, you can't go out and buy hogs? You know what I mean? You can't buy, uh, you know, you live in an apartment building, you're not going to go out and buy chickens, you know, for that apartment building. You've got to utilize your location and what you're good at and what you know. And that's how you do it. And you just keep repeating the process over and over and over. Um, use what's available to you you know now I don't know what that is only you know what that is but that's what you got to do you've got to just dig in there and keep going and dig at it and that's why I like dividend stocks for me and my company because there it is you know they're easy to control I can't control the price but I can control the and I can't control the income but I can always buy more but you know it's easily liquidated if I need to liquidate it I can liquidate it Uh, you know anytime the markets open I can liquidate quickly uh, if I need to Um, and you know it's something I understand it's something that grows it produces things. When the money rolls in, it just keeps producing. And buying more. Like a huge snowball. It just rolls over and over and over. And every lap it takes, it makes more. Well, that's it for this episode of Your Wealth Plan Podcast. Once again, this isn't financial advice. I'm no financial advisor. We encourage you to you know, seek out a licensed professional Certified financial advisor for your when you're building your wealth plan uh, and Thank you again for listening, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Please hit the like button Please uh, subscribe to us on Spotify Google breaker uh, radio podcast uh, Spotify we're gonna try to get on Apple podcast as soon as we can uh, we're working on it We just ain't quite got it figured out and get it set up yet uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, please subscribe, hit the like button, hit the notification bell so that you're reminded when we produce one, uh, produce a podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook, share us with people on Facebook uh, and Instagram at Your Wealth Plan Podcast. We're trying to grow our community, and uh, we really, really need your help. Uh, if you buy from Amazon. You know, clicking the link down below. We're we'll gonna post one in the comments uh, with uh, with some links down there, like for video cameras, because we're fixing the back video cameras to put up around the properties where we've been hit. The screen's been torn off my house. My grandpa's house has been hit. Uh, you know, we're just uh, uh, use our YouTube uh, uh, links that we leave to. Uh, you know, that's how we support our channel. That's how we support things. Uh, those affiliate links through Amazon and uh, Coinbase. If you're interested in getting into crypto, we'll leave a link down below where you can click in and uh, you know get $10 free Bitcoin, you know, for signing up through Coinbase. And appreciate you all's time. Thank you and God bless.